This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Here we are, week 16. We're live now. We're here. We got the entire Tailgate Talks crew with us. We got the Tailgate Crashers. Some of y'all are already in the chat. Welcome. This is uh, officially rounding out month four. Uh, Dustin, if you can't see him, he has a dancing head of Tom Brady. <laughs> you can't tell. Uh, he's He's been a Brady fan for a very long time. He's got numerous shirts. Um, Jillian's on Facebook with us instead of Twitch tonight. So, oh, nice. Okay. Well, hello, Jillian over there. Uh, so, guys, uh, quick shout out to all the socials. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter. It's at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. You can literally <laughs> just put in the search bar tailgate talks, and we should be one of the first things to pop up. Uh, as far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can follow him at Dustin Wimmer22. Brooks, you can follow him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can follow me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Uh, lastly, want to mention as far as the socials go, uh, make sure you hit us up on, on our on our email account. If you have any sort of thoughts, questions, anything that, that you think can help our show out or anything you want to hear us discuss, send an email to, to tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Make sure you hit that up. If you have any suggestions of what we can do better as far as the show quality goes. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the first part of the show. We have our t-shirt giveaway for this week, and that's going to go out to Corey Hayes. Uh, we had, we had posted, if you're looking on the live feed, we had posted a photo with the, with the entire Bernie trend of, uh, of Bernie sitting on the Lakers bench, him within like uh, a seat or two of LeBron James. And, uh, we, we got to give hats off to Brooks on this one. This was a funny edit, dude. Uh, I, I gotta say, I Appreciate loved it. it. God, I loved it. I honestly cracked up and showed like my, my whole family. I was like, dude, this is priceless. Um, yeah, it, was the f- it was the first image I thought of when that thing started trending. Cause awesome. you know, remember that team, you know, there was a lot of theories that they were all going to get traded soon. And so nobody sat close to LeBron. So yeah. I thought it yep. would, that'd be funny. We got some good comments off of it. It was pretty good. Um, but we do, we're, 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 we're giving this week's uh, free t-shirt giveaway. And uh, official membership to the Tailgate Crashers, to Corey Hayes on this one. He commented, uh, what was it? He says, I think we can acquire the Washington Bullets for almost nothing. Braun saying, shut up, Bernie. I thought I traded you. That's what I was going with, too. I was like, <laughs> when you're waiting to get traded or something like that. Yeah, the good. trade. When you're the waiting on Braun to trade you before the one. deadline. Yeah, yeah. That was good. So. Again, shout out to, to Corey on this one. Uh, this week's giveaway for for uh, the the next opportunity to win a T-shirt is going to be uh, we're going to go back to the uh, subscribe rate review. So uh, go on Apple Podcasts or or on uh, or on Spotify and screenshot a picture of you subscribed to the channel. If you are following on on Apple Podcasts 
make sure you hit that five star and write us in a review. But send us a screenshot of that review. Send us a screenshot of you subscribed to it. And that will enter you for a chance to win the free t-shirt and become an official member of the Tailgate Ooh. Crashers. Um, yeah. So, guys, let's go ahead and jump into the main part of the episode. Uh, we're going to jump into, into uh, Club Red, talk a little bit about the uh, West Virginia game, and uh, take a quick look ahead. So this is uh, Texas or, uh, Tailgate Talks Club Red. <laughs> So um, we had the West Virginia game. It was a bit of a disappointment to, to see them. I mean, it, it, it they, they lost to number eleven. They had a chance. Um, I, I this is going to be my first shot of the night since I owe plenty. I, I'm drinking to forget this one. Um, it's a good reason to drink. That I had shot. to. I had to. All right. So I, I, I owe like I think like six or seven shot bets. I'm six, I think. Six. So Either you're down way. to five now. I'm down to five. I'm working my way. Um, but this was a good reason, too. Um, Brooks, uh, go ahead and take the helm on this one. What happened in this game? Where could we have bettered here? I mean, we, we lost by one point to number 11 being ranked number 10. Uh, how do we take this? Uh, and we started off Dustin's favorite way, which is we started off slow on offense. It took us a while to get going. Uh, just like just about every other game, but you still, you scored 87 points on the road. Mm-hmm. And I think beard had a quote after the game where he says, we scored damn near 90 points. You got to win those games. You know, kind of that, that's not his exact quote, but it's along those lines. Paraphrasing offense. Offensively. You got going. Mac of course was the killer tonight. He had 30 points and he had that streak in the second half where he was just going off, which was incredible. You get up by 12 points and you expect with your your defense that you're going to pull away and win this game at that point. Then West Virginia goes unconscious and makes every single shot down the last nine minutes of the game. Literally, and that's literally every single shot. And if they didn't make the shot, the rest were there to hold their hands and take them to the free throw line. And so and then on offense, I think after max little run there i think you played not to lose the game instead of playing to win the game on offense and it's one of the things that i always hate about teams what they do can do go win the game instead of just trying to hold on to the lead and it kind of felt like we were just trying to hold on at the end and they were making some tough shots and they're not normally going to make those tough shots and it does feel like we're the unluckiest team in america all the time um but, yeah, it was a tough loss, man. It, it's definitely one of those where after that game, I did not want to be on social media. I did not want to see anything about the game. I don't want to even talk about the game, but you we were, do a podcast now and we have like to. like that little kid that became a meme and gif. Of- yeah, that was me just in my room. I was just staring at a blank TV after the game just because I was disappointed. I didn't want to get on Twitter. Those are the losses that, that really suck, you know, because you felt like you should have had that one. It hurt. What hurts is when teams shoot 12 of 19 from three. Yeah. And you're guarding it fine. Like, it's not like you're just leaving them open and like letting them shoot everything. I They're mean, just making uh, stupid stuff. And like, I think this isn't the first team to do it. Texas did it that first half of that game. Yeah. And, like, teams are just killing us. And it's not really our fault. They're just making really hard shots. 
you got Ricky in here on the Facebook kind of giving us some stuff and he's right on point with like McClung's a real deal. And like, it sucks to waste a 30 point game of him. And yeah, McCuller and PV and silver are giving you great minutes and Mm -hmm. Tyler's still whatever on the court. You know, uh, and like all you can expect from Kyler now is like an almost a decent, good defense and then almost steal, but then he bounces it off his foot before we can yeah. get it. And then another thing is, I, I don't know what TJ, what TJ is doing at the end of games. He, he's had this streak now going on the last two years. It's when we get him the ball under a minute, he it's just terrible. like, he like thinks he's Steph Curry, but he's not No, like go to the rim. That's one of the things that make you your one best of, a really good yeah. basketball player is your ability to attack the rim. And he settles for a terrible three and that gives him the chance to go get that lead. So, yeah, it's frustrating to have a play like that kind of be a deciding factor. But, right. I mean, what are you going to do when West Virginia is just hitting everything? I mean, they got a right. white boy who's so white he gets sunburned in that stadium. I saw, I think I saw him putting sunscreen on on the sideline. That's how white he is. I do sure. think we were a little non-aggressive with, like, driving to the basket and trying to get free throw fouls because you don't come up with just 12 free throw attempts just because yeah. the rest don't like you. That's also well, – I, I, like I don't really know because that was one of the things I, I didn't like. Is I necessarily didn't disagree with any of the calls that they made on us. There wasn't anything that I was just like blatantly upset about. But I was blatantly upset about the fact that I didn't think we were getting those calls on our end. But look at how we, many calls we they got. We had more points in the paint. Look we how had many more calls points in got. the paint than them. Oh, they, they got every call. 12 to 27 was the call differential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got every call, and you know we we attack the rim, and we have guys end up on the ground time after time, and we don't get a we don't get carried to the free throw line, but their dude like it's breathed on, and he's you know here you go, here's two free throws. Right. Um, normally, I, I would agree with you, Dustin, but I, I thought we attacked the rim quite a bit that game because at the start of the game we couldn't hit a shot, so that was the only way we're getting points is by attacking. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 frustrating to see this this close of a scoreline, but I mean, sixty three percent from three, that's insane. Yeah, that's absurd. That's an that's an um, insane three point. Like if you're shooting over forty, you're doing all right. Like that's a that's that's not a bad game. Like and and for them to be hitting sixty three is literally like 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 somebody said a prayer before the game and it actually hit. I can't believe that. And uh, but this right here, I think, is 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 very very telling. The twenty seven to twelve on the calls, like, there's no shot in a basketball game in the Big Twelve that Texas Tech didn't get fouled more than twelve times, and yet West Virginia. I think you're got looking at the free throws. I think you're looking at the free, That's free throw, throw attempts. attempts, though. Oh, so it's half yeah. of that. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, though, they're like over double. Yeah. Around half. Yeah. They're over double what we got. So either way, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I convert more of those offensive rebounds into points. Yeah, we still had multiple possessions where we had multiple offensive rebounds, which that's great effort. Love it. We were going after the ball. I loved our rebounding effort, but we got to turn those into points and mm-hmm. be efficient with those offensive rebounds. But what can they do yeah, to, to, us- to stop them from scoring 88? That's a lot of points given up, too. Like I know that they were hitting every three and that they were getting every foul call for them, but like I mean, they shot fifty eight percent from for all their shots and sixty three percent from 
three and you got 16 free points. I mean, that's just an insane shooting hot. night. Yeah. You're not going to do much about that. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Very, very frustrating. I mean, like, you, you don't you... see Tech giving up 88 on a regular basis. You have no, to have it's rare. a great shooting night to be able to do that. That was what was weird about the game is that halftime we were tied and it felt like we were just getting destroyed because they couldn't yeah. miss, but yet somehow we found a way to tie the game. Then you go build a lead in the half, in the second half. You're feeling pretty comfortable, but yeah. yeah, every time they threw it at the rim, it just it went in. And you'd get you'd knock the ball loose and the ball would roll to a wide open guy who would just shoot another three. It's like some of those you just can't help. Like that's not bad defense. You created no the potential play to force the turnover, the ball just yeah. happened to go off somebody's leg and end up in the white kid's hands who's <laughs> going to knock down that open three. That's Brooks all we're a, built to do is a little knock upset down about wide this open three. <laughs> well, I, I feel him because I too get sunburned in with a lot of fluorescent <laughs> lights around me. So <laughs> if it's too bright. Uh, all right, guys. Um, so I think that kind of summarizes it. Uh, uh, West Virginia wasn't missing. Tech was not getting any calls, unfortunately. Um, and slow start to offense. I, I, You saw a performance from everybody you needed to see a performance from offensively in the end. And so, I, I, I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's, heart, it's disheartening to lose by one point. But it's not like we didn't have a shot at this either. Like there was not, this wasn't like a 10 point blowout or 15 point or something stupid. Um, so let's go ahead and take a look uh, ahead at the schedule. Uh, so obviously TCU and Iowa State are postponed. The next two games are going to be against LSU at LSU. Uh, that's going to be the next one that we're going to kind of discuss a little bit here. Don't know much about it, but I just know that I want to see the Big 12 beat the SEC every time, anytime. Um, any any insight to this game, Dustin? I think LSU should be pretty solid. It'll be a good matchup. <clears throat> I just hate the timing of this SEC Big 12 matchup. I always hate it. It's like you get in a rhythm of playing your Big 12 opponents, and mm -hmm. it kind of jerks and halts and takes a left turn to go play an SEC team real quick, and then, then you're right back to playing – TCU the next week. I yeah. don't like jerking around the schedule like that. Let's replace this game with the December Kansas game that we always get stuck with. Like that's all I hate about it. This this probably should have been should have been a, 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 a they've always game. done this. So they think it's like a break in the schedule. I'm like, yeah, where's it's a the break? It sucks. Where's the break in this? <laughs> like literally, we we have to like go with eleven and four, eight and one at home in the SEC. Or eight, yeah, eight and home in the SEC, like they're 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 not like some scrub team. They're in it. I guess it kind of beefs up our resume if we win this. Yeah, that's I like it. I, that's all it is. I think yeah. it's a nice. I think it's a nice little change of pace. It's always fun to go play a team that you're not used to playing, and and with this challenge, you get them either at their place or at home. Like yeah. without this, you don't get to play Kentucky at home last year, so it affords you some pretty right. cool opportunities. It, it is like a weird part in the schedule. Like maybe it should be something more in the non-conference type, but it is nice to get to play these teams. And it's yeah. definitely like a helps you figure out kind of where you are. Uh, so, and like you said, it's a resume booster to beat somebody sure. of this caliber. Like LSU is a pretty good SEC team. Mm -hmm. But like, why is it just one? They do like a whole a challenge of like 
how many games Big 12 can win versus how many games can SEC win. Because, yeah, it's just it's this just one, kind of a, and then we go right back to, right back to Big 12. It's, it's right. always been like that. It, these challenges are always one game. And oh, okay. it's yeah, it's just, just a TV show. Our whole conference, our whole conference gets a game against theirs. Yeah. Uh, okay, we okay. start doing the Big 10 and Big 12 because then – We'd figure out who's the best conference. Basketball. Yeah. basketball, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into to the next game then, which will be the uh the OU game. Twelve number twenty four OU. Um this is obviously we're back in the conference. Uh heavily favorited to win this game. But heavily uh, no. I mean OU has been coming on. They just beat Texas yeah. at Texas last night. They beat Kansas, I think, on Saturday before. So they are not just a they came off two big wins like that. Yeah, they Texas had a couple. They had guys, especially two pretty good starters that didn't play, but still, they won. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, no, win win, loss column. Look at that. They beat beat number five Texas. They're not an easy out. No. what we're saying is yeah. you know and we only beat them by two at their place and it was a game that probably should have gone to overtime um and who knows at that point but oh the tip the, the tip at the end where he missed yeah, yeah you're right and so this game thank you oklahoma for winning some big games because now our win against oklahoma looks a whole lot yeah. better so now we have two good wins on our resume yeah um basically but, have the matchup of the two white kids that can score yeah. <laughs> also, Reeves and, and McClung. McClung, and uh, they got Austin Reeves, who wears black shoes with white socks, and definitely looks like he should be on court three or four of the rec books. Yeah, yeah, just torching um, dudes on court. Yeah, court three. <laughs> He's just running three point line to three point line, draining stuff. Uh, I was so, just la- watching him last night, and it was funny just how he plays. But he's good. He makes it work. He makes his shots. He's got a good overall percentage. Um, so any, anything big that we need to be watching out for, obviously Reeves, but I mean, uh, we, we, we have, we have a resume booster in, in LSU. This could be another one if we could win these back to back, right? Yeah. I think this is just a huge week for us. It's two more wins that I think you need because all these other games besides the Texas game, you've fallen short by like a possession in all of these. It's, absurd but you gotta you gotta get something else you gotta start feeling better about yourself in these type of games yeah this Stack is where some you wins. Chris Beard team start to ramp yeah. it up and not lose games by one point we actually win these games and get yeah. better so let's really look for the start of the game and how yeah. we're playing yeah um how's our if we're still keeping up those rebounding numbers which is our weakness but we've really <clears throat> made work for us and then the ever living question is Kyler Edwards ever going to do anything yeah if he gives you some some stuff then great he still hasn't given you hardly anything yeah this could be that that point we look back after the season's over this could either be the point of the season where you're like all right this is where it clicked yeah this is where the team started stacking some wins feeling really yeah. good about themselves and then the season goes up from here or this could just be another couple stumbling blocks for you. So um, I feel good about these games, though. Uh, we played really well on the road. So, you know, it feel, makes me feel good about LSU. And then, you know, anytime you're in the Big 12, you never know. So, we'll, yeah, we'll but it, it, it'll be good to have Oklahoma at home on this one. 
I mean, uh, yeah, home crowd, home there. fans. It'll be it'll be a good game to watch, but it yeah, it'll we'll be good be to house. it'll be good you to come in, Brooks. Yeah, I'll be there for it. Wait, there we go. All right, guys. So I think that's gonna kind of wrap up Club Red Force this week. Uh, next, we're gonna kind of jump. We're gonna jump over to. Football. We had a great weekend of football. We got our shot bet on the OU LSU. We did on the LSU, LSU game. game. Here, let, let's go ahead and we'll go back to that and we'll place that. I, I'm, my bad. Um, if we can get this to load. Uh, so because we don't normally play shot bets on basketball games, so it throws us off a little bit. It, it, I'm, I'm, it throws me out of my rhythm on it. That's for sure. Um, so this week's pulling this up. Uh, just kind of shout out to our listeners. We're kind of running out of football and shot bets. We're not probably going to do like two weeks. So I think this week we're just doing this one. Um, once football ends after Super Bowl next week, if you have any ideas for us, obviously not like outlandish, uh, but reasonable like games or something we can make happen, uh, let us know what your ideas are, let, what you think, and we can discuss it and see what we can come up with from week to week. Yeah. All right, so uh, Big 12 versus SEC. Uh, we got Texas Tech Red Raiders versus the LSU Tigers. That's going to be our shot bet of the of the, of the the week for Club Red. Do we have a second one for this week? No, we're going with just this one this week. Okay, okay. That's what I, that's what I thought Taking I'd look up. Okay, so this is just going to be the one for this week, guys. We're so. letting you catch up. <laughs> I'm, working on, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I got a better record. I'm okay. Um, all right, guys. So, um, Texas Tech, LSU. I I gotta obviously, in my opinion, take the take Texas Tech on this one. I think uh, LSU is gonna be a decent challenge for us, but I I gotta roll Red Raiders. Uh, Dustin, who you got on this one for the shot? Yeah, I'm gonna be a homer and just take Tech because obviously I'm gonna be cheering for them. I don't wanna win out on the shot bet just to cheer against them yeah it's true they do have some shooters and scorers so hopefully they don't shoot the lights out on us mm. yeah. yeah i'll i'll go with tech too uh that's the only thing about tech shot bets is with basketball is i'm always gonna bet tech because you have to i'll, want I'll take them. the shot if we lose like i i, I don't you, care that i'm not i, I don't want to i don't want to win because we lose you know right yeah 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 right um, so if we have any, if we have any, uh, any, any uh, SEC fans out there, think that that the LSU Tigers are going to have a chance at this one. Uh, make sure you get those shot bets placed, and uh, we'll, we'll have the the betting or the the was it polls? Sorry, that's the word I was looking. We'll, we'll have the polls up on the social media, so you can place your bets in there. If you end up losing, or you end up picking the SEC or the Big Twelve, and you end up losing this one, make sure you post your shot bet videos. You make been sure doing you tag us. Voting. Yeah, keep them coming. We got a lot of votes. We're getting we're getting tons of activity on the voting. Uh, we, but we don't have the shot bet videos, guys. Yeah. Come on, come on. We got to get those. <laughs> or you can be like Dustin and do us, you know, a celebration. You know, celebration. at any time. Like, we just want to get those interactions. So or just come. send a screenshot or, 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 or a photo of the shot that you're about to take if you don't yeah. want to put yourself in the if, video. We're, if we're, you're we're, shy, we're literally just just just. The, just a little, little camera shot of the uh, of the um, shot you're about to take. So yeah, uh, that's yeah. going to be shot bet game for this week, guys. Um, as far as um, last week's game, we, we are going to talk a little bit about that. We got the first uh, shot bet game of last week, which was the NFC Championship game in between the Buccaneers and the 
Green Bay Packers. Uh, this was a very fun game to watch. I I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't understand why, but I love seeing Aaron Rodgers frustrated because he's so cocky throughout the rest of the season that seeing him pissed off on the sidelines and then at the end just being like, well, I, they didn't give me the ball on the fourth time, but they gave it to me on the first three and I still screwed those up. Like, and he's like, well, they should have given it to me on the fourth down. Like, I, I get going for it on fourth because you needed that and giving Tom Brady the ball two minutes left is a dumb move. But at the same time, he had three other shots. Um, I don't know. I, uh, anyways, as far as the shot bet itself goes, uh, me and Dustin end up picking the the Buccaneers on this one, rolling with Tom Brady, and Brooks took the L. He paid his shot bet off Sunday night, so don't don't worry too too much about about seeing him pay that live on this one. Uh, yeah, Dustin, sorry. resident Tom Brady fan, wearing the T-shirt. What's your thoughts on the game, man? That's it. Just I'm more. in the clutch, man. Uh, <clears throat> you know, a couple key things. Like, we'll come to the fourth down stuff later. Sure. But, you know, Tom wasn't amazing, but good enough. He threw three picks. But the defense came in clutch, and they only got six points. The Packers did only off of that. Where Tom did come in clutch was that touchdown before halftime. Yeah. And that's a huge swing of seven points going from up four to up 11 at halftime. Yep. It was yeah. huge. And there's you a fourth down opportunity at like the 40, 45 yard line. They were going to punt. And then Tom, they took a timeout and Tom's like, no, let's just go for this. They get it. Playoff Lenny gets a first down. <laughs> and then somehow they lose the white guy in the corner. And Scotty Miller is just open in the end zone. That's a huge turn, and especially yeah. momentum wise, going into halftime. Well, then, and, the and then you come right so out. Far down. And then you come right out after half, and the Packers turn it over on their first drive, I, and then the Bucks score immediately score. off of that. It goes from 14 yeah. 10 to 28 to 10, like, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. When the Packers wanted to do that because they have the chance, Tom flips Couldn't. it on them. And that was, yeah. that was the clutch part of the game right there. And then the defense held them in and got so much pressure on Tom Brady. Their front four is ridiculous. Uh, uh, so they're definitely going to give Pat some problems, I especially think, now that um, Eric Fisher's hurt. We'll come talk about that later. Um, I mean, um, fourth so down like, play at the end, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's your take on the fourth down play or the call? Like, I get the call, but also I get giving him the ball call. What, so you can what, do what three things in that chance. You can do three things there. You got okay. fourth and eight. And you have to score a touchdown. You can go for it and you don't get it. Or let's go. You go for it, you get it, and then you go for two and see what happens. Possibly tie the game. You kick a field goal, you're still down five. You have to get a stop from Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. If you go for it and don't get it, okay, you're down eight. They have You still have to get a stop from Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's your risk-reward that you're playing in your head, Matt LeFleur, of why we're kicking and going down five, and then you still need a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you're already eight yards away. Go for it. You have the MVP of the, of the year right there. Yeah. Like, go for it. Give him the ball. Yeah, he messed up the first three. They weren't there. They were covered. Give him a fourth shot. Give him the ball. Yeah. 
That's it. Like, I, I thought put it, it was, in his I, hands. Quit being conservative. It's the NFC Championship. You lost yeah. it last year. Why aren't you going for the win on it this year? Yeah, I thought it was the dumbest thing we've seen all playoffs is them not yeah. going for that fourth down. And especially when you just talk about, you know, how the Bucks went for it on that fourth down right before half, like without going for that, they don't get that touchdown. You right. Know? So it's one thing you're in the playoffs. It's a game to get to the Super Bowl. You aren't guaranteed to get the ball back. And mm-hmm. this is the one thing I always hate is when, you know, coaches put it on, you know, you're going to put the <laughs> ball the in Tom Brady's Take hand. the ball out of your team's hands. Yeah. Like, like no. you're not guaranteed to even get back down into the red zone. So you have to score a touchdown no matter what. So this might be your best opportunity. So you better take it when you have the MVP and Aaron Rodgers, and you're there. If you don't, if you get it, like, yeah, if you get it and you don't get the two, now you just need a field goal. If you don't get it, you still got to get a stop and a touchdown either way. So yeah. it just really makes no sense that, that they didn't at least take a shot mm-hmm. for it. Um, that they, other that than they that, didn't take their guaranteed shot at it because they didn't yeah. have a guaranteed shot later. And no matter what, kicking the field goal, they needed to go back down all the way back down again. And so. you never want to put the ball into like the ref's hands and stuff like that either. Cause you know, people say that's a questionable call yeah. because they hadn't been calling that all game, but that was all that was maybe not a pass uh, interference, but it was definitely a defensive holding. It's definitely a holding. And no, it's holding. That gets them a first down no matter what anyway. Um, but, yeah, you don't want to put it in Tom Brady's hands or the ref's hands. Take care of it when you have the chance to do it. And if you yeah. don't get it, hey, you don't get it, but now you're in the same position and, and they're packed have, up, filled position. You have them backed up, exactly. Yeah. Maybe you get a safety. Yeah. There's your two points right there. So, so it's just you have way it was a better baffling opportunities decision. if you go for it, even if you don't end up getting it. It was a baffling decision, and maybe you didn't trust your offense because of how they had played, you know, that fourth quarter. Like Dustin said, you got three turnovers, and you're only able to get six points out of it. <laughs> so, you know, that does make you a little hesitant, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't betting against Tom Brady on this. I just thought the Packers were a better team. I thought Aaron Rodgers was playing yeah. really good football. And, you know, that just once again just – Tom Brady is inevitable. That's that's you can't mess up in the playoffs is. against it's, Tom Brady. It's yeah. Tom Brady and the turnovers, and then the fourth down thing before halftime, and yeah. the fourth down thing at the end of the game. You messed up and let him win it. Like that's yeah. what they did in New England all those years. <laughs> yeah, and you heard it from everybody. Belichick preached, "We're going to be situationally good and let them mess up." Yep. No, the Packers played not to lose. They didn't go. Most play teams to win lose anymore. games on their own. You don't have to win as many on your own. Well, and and you got to give some credit to to Tom Brady's, um, uh, how do you put it, Uh, aura. Uh, He just has this presence about him. You have to give some credit to that. So if you're Green Bay and you're Aaron Rodgers in particular, and you're down to the person who they call the goat over you at nine times out of ten, um and you go down, what was it, uh, 7-0 in the first quarter, and then I forget the scoring, how that went in the second, but it ended up being 21-10 to at the, end of the, at the end of the half. Yeah. And you're Aaron Rodgers, and you're trying to disprove that he's a better quarterback than you. So then you got to think about, like, it's Tom Brady's being Tom Brady and, like, the presence or the aura that, that, that he has that kind of took control over this game early. 
And so you see him panicking. You see Aaron Rodgers not all smiley and and buddy buddy with everybody. You see him going back to being like mopey. Everybody's bad around me, Aaron Rodgers. And I think that had a bigger impact on this game than than the the scoreline would really show. Yeah. Um, uh, Packers just got to okay. be more aggressive and go to yeah. win the game. I just don't think the Packers had an offensive game plan for this that that mm-hmm. looked successful. And like Dustin said, the, they got pressure on Rodgers by just rushing like four guys because mm-hmm. Pierre Paul and uh, Shaq Barrett Shaq were back Barrett. there every single – They got Vita Vea back, back in the middle. Like, yeah. Now you have – yeah, Shaq Barrett, JPP, Vita Vea – and and Dominican Sue in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then you got two long. really good linebackers. You know, they didn't have their two safeties this game. Antoine Winfield was out. Right. And then their other safety <laughs> got hurt in the game and left. So they're playing backup safeties and their corners aren't that great. They're they're good, but they're not like to stop Devontae Adams like him. they did. I didn't think that was possible. I think they had pressure um, on Rogers like thirty five or thirty eight percent of the plays. Yeah. That's a huge number. Yep. So, you know, I, I just don't think the Packers game planned well enough for this. And I, once I again, I, I don't think they were ready for the gravity of this game. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that. It, I don't know. Le, um, Le Fleur. <laughs> but uh, uh, LaFleur is going to be here again. He's still in the end. I mean, this was the NFC championship. They're one of the last four teams in the NFL. They're going to be back next year uh, with or without Aaron Rodgers. I feel like they'll, they'll still have a shot at, at winning their division or, making it into the playoffs and winning a round or two. We'll, we'll see them again. They'll have another shot. They just need to work on their ability to close it out. And I think that's been the bane of Aaron Rodgers' uh, existence in the, in the postseason. Um, so we're going to take a look at the next game, which is our second shot bet from last week, which is the AFC Championship game in between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, where the Kansas City Chiefs were a three-point favorite. Uh, Chiefs covered by a long shot. They won by far more than three points, and we all bet on the Chiefs to win this game. Um, so Easy money. <laughs> Brooks, you want to take the helm on this one? Uh, what was – because they, they were arguably – like all you hear all across sports and uh, uh, broadcasting and everything is that the Bills were the toughest and hottest team in this playoff run so far and that this was going to be the biggest challenge for the Kansas City Chiefs. What was the difference in between these two teams? Why did the scoreline end up so skewed? Chiefs flipped the switch this week, man. We've been waiting on it for a while, and they did it this week. They, I really do think that they just know that they're better than everybody else. And so it's kind of just like a go through the motions. And then in this game, you kind of have a little bit of doubt. They haven't covered in, what, like eight straight weeks the Bills look like a, a, you know, a wagon right now that, you know, a lot of people are shifting their momentum towards. And then the Chiefs came out, got down by nine, had everybody kind of thinking, wait a minute here. And then they did that thing again where they just flipped the switch. And next thing you know, they're up like 21 to nine. And it was never close after that. They're just, they're incredible. And yep. I have no idea how to stop them when you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey who are, uh, there's no match the best like like just the best at their positions in what you need them to do for this offense it's just it's incredible their defense shuts down the bills passing game they 
clicked on all levels that game. It was, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's the team that we thought we were going to see all year. And they, yep. you know, finally showed up. Oh, yeah, they're it, really good. It had, it had everybody kind of, uh, again, you know, going to, going to Texas tech or being a fan of being a fan of Texas tech. You know, you want to see Mahomes and, and uh, do well, and you want to see the Kansas city chiefs perform well, and you know what they're capable of doing, but eight weeks into the season, you see them kind of turn off that shift uh, and, and go into basically cruise control and still win. What was it? Uh, 14 games. So they were yeah. just coasting through, through, through like seven wins at the end of the season there. I think it was after the, they lost to the, to the Raiders. And so everybody was stuck on this narrative of, can they flip the switch? And good Lord, yes. can they? <laughs> like, this was embarrassing to the... Bring up the, the stat, like, individual stats for me. Because I'm pretty sure, like, Miko Hardman had a good game, too. And, like, if they have another guy having a decent game, I mean, no, who was he had He had one carry for 50 yards. That's rushing. That's rushing. Uh, I mean, he had he had a decent no, game. I guess two receptions for I mean, four. Yeah, when you can't tackle Tyreek Hill, like nah, one seventy two, like. And yeah, Travis Kelsey was he broke some tight end receiving record in the playoffs. Yeah, so he had the most receptions, I think, in the in a playoff game by a tight end, and Tyreek Hill had the most receiving yards for a Chief uh, receiver in a playoff game. In the same game, God, <laughs> and they're getting. Lev Bell back by the Super Bowl and yeah. one of their other really good defensive players back for the Super Bowl. Sammy Watkins will be back. He'll probably get hurt first series. <laughs> they had Clyde Edwards Alaire back in that game. He, and he provided a little bit, now, but I, I just big, I'll talk about it during the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll talk about but, it now, but they lost well, Eric Fisher, their left tackle, and he blew out his Achilles. So that's gonna be a big loss, especially when out at JPP and Shaq Barrett for the Bucks are playing super good. So it's, how are they going to scheme up helping block that replacement well, for that replacement tackle? Well, well, well let, let's just go ahead and jump right into the Super Bowl talk sure. here. Um, so ra- wrapping up shot bets, uh, I am down to one now just to even up. Um, ooh, even okay. Well, cheers. I got one poured. I got one poured. Welcome to welcome to zero, Dustin. <laughs> I'm I'm down to four. I'm not alone in the club anymore. I got I got four more. I gotta I gotta work on over the weekend before we uh, get into Super Bowl week. Um, so I'm down to four. I just took two on today's broadcast. Yep. Dustin is back down to zero. Brooks is at zero, and uh, I like this little this little printout that you have right underneath here, Brooks. The yeah. the shot bet record totals, and I, I didn't yeah. even know what they were at. Uh, so I, I am at, uh, I'm just going to go over the totals. Well, should we go over all of it? Here, I, I, I can read them out real quick if yeah, you want yeah. me to. We'll, we'll, we'll spit them out real quick for you guys. Yeah, so I, I just did a little breakdown. I thought it'd be fun considering football season is, you know, coming to an end here. Um, Arlie currently, college football, his record is 4-7. and seven. College basketball, 0-1. NFL, 10 and six. So he's been strong in the NFL department. He's total 14 for 14. Uh, myself, I'm six and five in college football, Oh, and one in college basketball and eight and eight in the NFL. I'm also at 14 and 14 overall. And Dustin, 
three and eight in college football, not great. Uh, oh and one in college basketball, not great. And seven and nine in the NFL, not great. Uh, he's sitting at ten and eighteen overall. But Dustin, you have won on a four, four game straight. winning streak. You're on a four game winning streak. So imagine what this looked like before <laughs> that four game winning streak. It was not good. It was he was six and eighteen before the four game winning streak. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Props on me for taking all eighteen of those by now. You did actually, and that was yeah. with a, with a, what, a a little no alcohol diet thing you were on for a little bit there. Yeah. Like respect for finishing eighteen shots there. Um, oh, keep keep that going, Brooks. We need that. <laughs> that was, yeah, it's uh, fun. I, I'll update it. I usually update it every week as when I do my uh, the wins pull update. So I, I think we can, I think we can give people like updates like once a month on that. that that'll be kind mm-hmm. of fun. I, I, I like that. Yeah. that. It's funny to see it just because Dustin had such a bad streak for so long. And you just see just like, all right, Brooks and Arlie kind of, kind of going, you know, even there, you know, the wins and losses and, Oh, Dustin. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, basically, I was like, I was like five for, nine at one point and then I went on that like 10 game losing streak yeah <laughs> yeah you, yeah you were sitting like, like kind of decent because you yeah. know like one and one in the college football yeah that one so I was at like I was already down and then I went on that bad streak oh, we're coming man. back though we're on we're on the on the rise so um <laughs> we're gonna jump into the Super Bowl guys uh this Super is what Bowl. uh 55 Super Bowl 55 I believe 55 55 so yep um OB, so baby. we're gonna talk a little bit about it we're not gonna burn up too much of the discussion on this one because we want to give y'all <laughs> more uh kind of fresh content going right into the super bowl next week so we're just gonna kind of touch base a little bit with you guys on our opinions where the two teams stand right now uh storylines storylines yeah storylines as of right now and and uh we'll, we'll we'll touch base back with you guys again next week to kind of give a little bit of a refresher in our opinions and uh, what our expectations are right before the uh, big game. Yeah, next game week. breakdown next week. Right, right, right. Just fun stuff around it this week. So a uh, couple of couple of stats. Obviously, uh, it's been a big thing. Is uh, that they, they've been they've been bragging about? I guess is it's the first team to host the Super Bowl and reach the Super Bowl. So Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a home game this year for the Super Bowl itself. Uh, the Super Bowl game is always a predetermined site, and so uh, before the season even starts, they know where they're going, and this is the first time in history where the team that's hosting it is actually in the Super Bowl itself. So and kind it's of a, picked like a few years ahead of time, so yeah, they didn't yeah. know, oh, the Bucks have Tom Brady this year. We're going to put the Super Bowl in Tampa. No, this is picked like three Yeah, this was set. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it, it's, would, it would be the year that it finally happens and – we mm-hmm. don't really have fans there. Yeah. That's disappointing. Oh, it finally man. happens. We've had some teams lately get close. And then we have 20-some thousand, like, nurses that are going to be there that are vaccinated. Oh, cool. that's kind of cool. I mean, all right. Yeah, it's great for them, but Take we don't it. get, like, the real fan experience of, like, the home. Oh, yeah. Super- and then that, 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 uh, that Tampa Bay Stadium with the, with the big ship and the cannon and stuff, like – I've I've seen some videos. That place can get lit. How old is that stadium? Like, Oof, how are no they clue. still hosting Super Bowls? That's what I'm. I don't Raymond know. James Stadium. They host like Super Bowls. They host college football. 
playoff. I mean, it's in a great games. weather, despite what Arlie yeah. likes. It's in a great weather area. Yeah. He thinks but, it's cold there, but <laughs> it's better than doing it in New York at an outdoor stadium like they did a few years ago with that. Nineteen eighty. Super Bowl should be outdoors. Yeah. In the south or indoor somewhere. Like we want the best conditions. Looks like yeah, it's a uh, nineteen ninety eight. So it's about a twenty two year old stadium. All right. But well, um so that's kind of cool. Uh, obviously, cool stat there. They're going to be playing in Tampa Bay with Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl itself. Um, so, on the next one, we're going to actually jump to Dustin's stat of the week. Take that for data. So, what do you got for us, Dustin? We got more Tom Brady stats. This will be Tom's 10th Super Bowl appearance. 10. And if you do the numbers on that, that means... 18% of the Super Bowls have had Tom Brady in them. <laughs> like, what? 55, 55 Super Bowls, and he's been in 10. Yes. <laughs> and just think, like, to put it more in perspective, like, this is his 10th in 21 years, like, in a sport that has the most parity out of all of the sports. Mm-hmm. He's been in 10 Super Bowls in 21 years. Like, That's insane. what a ridiculous <laughs> I saw – I saw another stat that his his percentage of making Super Bowls in his career is higher than Steph Curry's three point shooting percentage. Yeah, no way. <laughs> what would you bet on if you went to Vegas? Tom makes Super Bowl or Steph to make a three That's, point right now? Yeah. In a <laughs> That's game. ridiculous. That's an insane stat. <laughs> Tom's gonna win. Like nuts. And this, like the Tom Brady stats from this, is just it's ridiculous. It, yeah, there's more stuff that came out. Like he became the Bucks like postseason touchdown leader. Yeah, had to had to be, but <laughs> I mean that's that can't be that can't be a long <laughs> list though. They've had they had one Super Bowl oh, run and it was all about their defense. Like, I think my my other favorite stat from this is he's won as many NFC conference championship yes, games as Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that was my next one is that he has as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Rex Grossman was trending last week after the game because of this. <laughs> it's just like ridiculous with the like because those guys have been in the 15, the 16 their years. Whole year, their yeah. whole careers. <laughs> They've won one and Tom's just like Hey, I'm just right, going to go down to Tampa and win this real it. quick. Watch this. Insane. It, 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 there's so much about this. There's a whole whole slew of uh, Tom Brady stats for you guys there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it pulled up for you. I I, I wanted to kind of – I saw the, the graphic pop up here uh, with the Mahomes and the Brady kind of matchup there. They're really going tit for tat on this one. Uh, intercept uh, – or touchdown to interception ratio is the only big difference there. But otherwise, you're, you're, you're basically yeah, you looking think, at very similar quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. I mean, for Tom to go for 4,600 yards this year, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, in, that's insane. Good, really and, and that's Tom Brady competing against freaking Andy Reid and Kansas City Chiefs with the Ferraris of weapons they have in that garage right. there. Like, insane. Um, so, cool. That was that was good good stat of the week there with, with, uh, with, with actual stats. Yeah, I just, you can't help love him or hate Tom. And I'm not as huge a Tom Brady fan as Dustin is, but I am a pretty big Tom Brady fan. I've rooted for him for a lot. We're the greatness. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, he's wearing. He's repping Tom. I'm repping LeBron tonight. We're just goat goats in different sports. But you just can't love him or hate him. You can't deny like what he's doing is something that you'll never see again. Mm -hmm. That's why I kind of gravitated towards him quite a few years ago when I lived up north for a year and I was around all the Boston and New England Patriots fans. It's just, I mean, a winning culture and a winning attitude and doing things right to win games. Like nothing has to be amazing, but do things right. And then Mm -hmm. look where it gets you. And so everybody says, everybody says he's a great teammate. Chris Long was telling a story like his first year at New England, Tom Brady comes up to him to introduce himself. Like, hi, I'm Tom. (laughs) Chris Long's like, you don't got to introduce yourself. I know everybody in the world knows who you are, man. Like, (laughs) you don't got to, but he's just that kind of guy. That's all I've ever heard about him too, though, is that he is that teammate. He doesn't care if you're, if you're first, first day in the door or if you've been in the league for, for 20 years, He's gonna greet you the same way, and I think that speaks a lot to the character of the man. He he wants excellence, he wants wins, but at the same time, he he is a good uh, representative of the league, in my opinion. Uh, and you know, a good representative kind of, of competition. Yeah, to kind of bring going back to the ASC and NFC Championship games, you had Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes. They were the only like straight to D one quarterbacks, and Pat's the only like first rounder of those two guys. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen started at Juco. Yeah, yeah. Transferred from there. Yeah. So it's like, don't get discouraged and think you have to be a stud five-star athlete from sixth grade. Oh, no, look, look at how many you know? I mean, stud... Look at the four guys that were in in the finals. Like, you yeah. had a six-round pick, two Juco guys, and a not highly recruited Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. going to a mid-level power five school. Like, And that and that kind of segues into like one of our next storylines is Mahomes has got back-to-back Super Bowl appearances here. Yeah, he In his three years as a starter, he's <laughs> already got two Super Bowl appearances. Like, More than he had bowl games at Tech in three years. <laughs> <laughs> like the pot shot. That like was my next shot. stat. Yeah. He's, he's more doubled it. In three years than he has appearances in bowl games, which is super easy to do in college. Do, to get a do we talk about the appearance. Mahomes went to Texas Tech stuff? Do we talk about that? Because Yes, let's talk about it right now. Let's get I can't it. tell you how tired I am of it. Like, I love Mahomes and I support Mahomes, but, man, we should just change our name to Patrick Mahomes University with how people support him. They support him more than our school. Like, they support Texas Tech, I feel oh, like. 100%, <laughs> yeah. We had a chance but, to bring up that we it, went 5-7 and seven with the NFL yeah. Like no. me and Dustin kept retweeting he, everything. He had a better year than Lamar Jackson the year before. He was by far the best quarterback in the country, but doesn't get any looks because we're losing games to Baker yeah. Mayfield in Oklahoma, eighty to seventy. Like that was so never did anyone yeah. with him. That is like the biggest. Like it's cool that he went here, but the biggest mark against us is the fact that we have this guy play for us, and, and we, we didn't do any didn't winning win. with him. Like. Louisville did winning with Lamar Jackson and he yeah. left and now yeah. they're like a regular football team again. Yeah, like no, no. college, yeah. you win with players like that. Yes. Yeah. They make uh, such you, a drastic difference. Lamar Jackson was a Heisman runner in, yeah. for a very like, like front runner for almost that entire season. Yeah. You accidentally fall into a guy who's that good. You win 10 games. That's how <laughs> it should be in college. Like, but no, we no, win we, five. We, we had Cliff. 
five. So and I mean, I the love guy the support. Who... That's great and amazing. No, but, it, it, but it's it's just weird. either way. It's still so it, and I'm it, glad he's just succeeding and yeah. promoting us. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and, and, here and, it's and possible. You just got to get past here to make it. Just like we wasted a thirty-point Mac McClung night yesterday, yeah. we oh. wasted a Patrick Mahomes three years at Texas Tech with a great offense. Um, so <sighs> that's not even a hot take. That's just real. It's just oh, no, a fact. That's true. <laughs> uh, so Mahomes versus Brady, they're they're they've broken even. They're both at two and two. Um, and. Brady won the Super Bowl two years ago. Mahomes won the Super Bowl last year. And now we have the matchup to see who wins the tiebreaker there in between Super Bowls. Um, so I, I, I know too much of this storyline is going to be kind of centered around the two quarterbacks. But uh, what would you kind of consider is, is, is going to be the, the reason for winning for the predicted winning team? Like, what do you think will be the reason they win the game? You see uh, these games always, especially with Tom Brady, most Super Bowls mm-hmm. in general, just come down to a few points. Yep. No one gets blown out most of the time. I mean, we had a blowout like 10 years ago um, in that, what was it, Seattle-Denver game. <clears throat> but that was a crazy defense. Ugh, that was... Two really good quarterbacks, two really good offenses, two decent good defenses too. Mm-hmm down turnovers like usual and just efficiency who can be efficient and capitalize on those little plays like a fourth down in a touchdown before halftime like the bucks just did there like third downs and turnovers and who can come up with touchdowns rather than field goals who's going to be ballsy and go for fourth down fourth and ones fourth and twos and like get those little plays it's going to come down to little plays it always does i mean I think every Super Bowl Tom's won is a one possession game. I think almost every one of them, yeah. And every one he was lost. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. te- Texas coming fight. in with the with the uh, oh. random fact here. Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl while Mahomes was in kindergarten. Yeah, I love that. Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. You know, <laughs> yeah, and another another key for the Bucks would be not letting Tyree Kill go for like 200 yards in the first quarter. That yeah. that could help. Uh, <laughs> I bet they don't go with that same game plan. I bet I Travis not. Kelsey gets goes for like a hundred. That's the thing. How do you cover both of them when they're both like such different players and so good? Like yeah. it's crazy. You, you got can't like, double. You can't double both of them because then you're using four you're players. Down two guys now. Yeah. Now you're playing but, nine on seven. Yeah. I think this was the ideal Super Bowl. I think from oh, the start yeah. of the year, you both predicted it. Congratulations to you guys! Y'all, y'all, I went. I went and looked it up. This, this was uh, episode four where we where we cast these predictions. You're right. I forgot about that. Episode four is when I, I went. I went back and went through through all the different weeks, and I tried to find it, and I found the audio. But it's about about ten minutes where we're talking about it, and uh, this was I think November sixth or November fourth is whenever we cast these votes or whenever we cast these picks. And all of us, by the way, had Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship. Then they all got hurt, though. Uh, yeah, man. that was a complete – yeah, that team, like, yeah, it's But, hey, we Fell all flat. picked the Chiefs, so we're, we all we're good on that. <laughs> um, 
that'll that'll come through. But I, this is a it's a fun matchup. Brady, Mahomes, old goat, young goat. Uh, it's it's fun. It's got all the everything you need. So storyline for this, like Tom's already got his legacy built in place. Oh yeah, it, it's highest of the mountain. But Pat can really start racking up a legacy already three years in yeah. with a Super Bowl win here. It gives you two Super Bowl wins and an MVP. Like three years. You're still only like what 25 <laughs> years 25. old. Like, yeah. Got at least two more years, most likely, of very you already got one third of Brady's. <laughs> You've got Andy Reid not going anywhere. Looks yeah. like Eric Bienemy's kind of like I like this situation too. So he might stick around for another year or two. Like you have a great situation and a great organization and great coach. Pat could really jumpstart his legacy talk. Yeah, I will say the Chiefs could become that next dynasty. If the Chiefs wins this, I feel like there's no losers in this game. I feel like if the Chiefs lose this, then. Pat has to come back and win next year to kind of prove that, oh, well, this was that was just happened to be a one off, something like that. But I feel like if Chiefs win and Bucks lose, I feel like there's no losers in this in this Super Bowl. I see. Yeah, I see it's, it's to be like expected and nobody's going to slight Tom Brady at no. 43 for losing to what everybody considers to be the best Picking quarterback in the game right now. With so many new pieces to yeah. get all the way to the Super Bowl. Right. No but it's going to. If the on inverse, the road in every game. In the inverse, if the inverse happens and and the Bucks win this and Mahomes loses, then I think uh, you're gonna see either the Chiefs go 16 and 0 next year, like straight up go Dolphins and try and like burn the entire league, <laughs> and 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 literally go what what would it be? I, I, I think 18 and 0. I think so. Don't be, be if that happens, I would like, not be surprised because they would come out like the Warriors that year, bro. I was just gonna say that I was like, it'd, be, it'd feel a little Warriors esque, right? If they like they win, <laughs> then they go, everybody. they lose to the Cavs, and they just come back and they're like, we're right. gonna add Kevin Durant. <laughs> You're like, oh, exactly. bleep. <laughs> like, I think that that would be they're the only add scenario. JJ Watt next year. Go <laughs> oh, good god. Down. Oh, you know what though? I'd be happy to see that too. Like I, I still think he he might end up in Pittsburgh with his brothers just to kind of close out his career. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see him on the Chiefs. That would be a big move for him. But yeah, no, dude, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um. So, uh, last thing that we kind of want to touch base with with the Super Bowl is uh we are we're 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 gonna be hosting a uh tailgate talk Super Bowl COVID watch party. So we're going to actually uh, – I know, that was a mouthful. Uh, we're going to actually consider uh, opening up the, the Zoom call to anybody that wants to join us that is going to be staying at home, that is, uh, that is stranded at home, hasn't, hasn't been able to get the vaccine. <laughs> Whatever your reasoning is, you can't go to a Super Bowl party. Come join it with us. We're going to be getting together in the Zoom call. We'll, we'll probably, uh, probably post the, uh, the meeting. Uh, but send us an email. Uh, to the tailgate talks pod at gmail.com email and uh, we'll send you an invite to the tailgate talks watch party uh, we want to since uh, we're not able to get together I know Dustin and Brooks are getting together for it I believe um, yeah. but uh, with a lot of people they feel safer staying at home they want to just watch it on their own their own TV there's all this kind of negative negativity around going to Super Bowl parties come join us with it come watch it with us I think it'd be a ton of fun to get everybody in there, 
get everybody on Zoom calls. If you, you don't have to launch your audio or video if you don't want to. But if you want to be in there and have somebody to watch it with and shoot the shit with and, and root on your favorite player, come join. You want to come make up a shot to us? That's Ooh, a great yeah. opportunity. We will accept on. shot bet payments we'll during the Zoom it. call. Yes. And just prepare yourselves. Be thinking on it. One of our shot bets next week is going to be the coin toss. So start Favorite. start prepping. Start prepping for that. Okay. Research. <laughs> so, uh, just kind of be on the lookout for that. We'll we'll have more posted towards the socials, and we'll we'll mention it again next week uh, about the about the COVID watch party. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into our NBA. We're going to kind of talk just quickly on that, and then we'll wrap up the episode, guys. Um, so this is. Uh, Let's see. We're going to open up with the wind pulls. Let's play some basketball. It's hard not to. <laughs> Both of them are going a little nutty. Over there. That, was, that was that was the song of what was it? Uh, like 2019, 2018. It's the song of eternity. It's never going away. It's forever. Me and Dustin will carry that song to our <laughs> to graves. The, to the grave. It's playing. There's a, there's a, there's a, a button you can press on the headstone, and it's going to play that song. Yeah. Uh, it's just going <laughs> to. So, uh, we, we, we have a DJ our, Sway at my funeral to see me. <laughs> yeah. as, they're, as they're lowering you. Just like, can we? That's one of our goals is to get him as like a guest on this if we ever. <laughs> DJ Sway <laughs> through God. We'll, 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 we'll at him on this one and see if he replies. Um, so wind pull updates as far, uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, we each pick five teams and at the end of the NBA season, uh, whoever has the lowest is going to have some sort of, some sort of bet owed, some sort of, some sort of stunt done. Uh, uh, that's kind of one of the ideas. We have another one where like, if you're, I think Brooks was mentioning it earlier, where if you're not within or for every five wins, you're not within the range of the leader. You'd have to shotgun a beer. We're, we're, we're working on some ideas. If you have anything for us, obviously give that give us a, some sort of insight. Send that yes. to the email. Shout um, us out. As far as the scores go, Dustin's sitting at 41. I'm sitting at 46. And Brooks is sitting at 52 in the lead over there. Um, I, I, I got I to gotta say, I, I, I saved my, my own tail this year by picking, picking your Lakers. Uh, well, you had the first overall pick, and yeah, that was, that easy was, pick. That was yeah, the yeah, smart yeah. pick but, to make. But even you were like, oh, I'm not going to take it. LeBron's going to take it easy for this first part. He just came off. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this was a dumb pick because I'm not as good at basketball. I'm not. I, I'll, I'll flat out say that I'm not as good as, as good at predicting basketball as the two of you are. Uh, so I was like, oh, let's just pick Lakers. They're going to win this year anyways. And they're on a tear in the NBA this season. Yeah, um, it, it's all – yeah, they're they're playing pretty hard. I, I didn't expect them to start off like this. I, I figured they'd figure their way out, kind of maybe like kind of play it easy up until this point and then kind of start. But yeah, they've been just kicking ass from the start. And yeah, uh don't don't talk crap to LeBron when you're in an empty stadium because he can hear it and then he's gonna go drop twenty one on your ass in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find that video clip. Let's see. Where was it? God, it was incredible. But yeah, we're sitting at we're a quarter of the way through the season so far. So um maybe about halfway through the season we'll do like a redraft thing where what yeah. what 
who we should have picked <laughs> at that, those picks. Cause right now we've got, you know, Dustin's got some teams struggling. The heat are struggling, which was one of his top picks. The Pelicans are struggling. Arlie's got his wizards in there who, <laughs> who are in last. Oh, let's talk I, about I think the, have the least wins. I uh, feel so bad for Bradley Bill getting Dude. his career wasted in Washington. Cause he is so mm-hmm. damn good. While watching like John Wall, who was his former teammate, like kick their ass last night. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, he's going to so, get traded. So, he's going to demand. I hope so. They still haven't posted Oladipo jerseys. And I'm still, I'm, I'm getting a little, I'm starting to get a little salty about it. I'm waiting. That was my other idea for like a wins pool thing is the winner, the two losers have to join their money and buy like, I like that. Like, by, by the like winner, if Arlie jersey. wins, if Arlie wins, me and Dustin have to buy you an Oladipo Rocket jersey. Or I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where the humor is. I don't know where the humor is in this. I'm I'm for that. Oh, we'll buy you a Demarcus Cousins jersey. Sorry, oh, don't do that. <laughs> we can get a James Harden one on clearance, real cheap right now. Don't oh, do yeah, that either. Sure. Don't do that either. That's gonna probably one of the H Town ones. <laughs> I will. I will like draw over the. What was it? Was he number nine? I think. I remember it's been a while i saw a I tiktok know. the other day that actually roger sent me huh the, uh, it was from like a academy or somewhere in the houston and the clearance section was filled with george springer and james harden and <laughs> jerseys <laughs> and then the, the next clip was of uh, it showed uh the sean watson jerseys and it said you next oh <laughs> uh... Houston's taking a beating in sports right now, man. It's so hard. Yeah. Ugh. So, um, as far as the shot bets of this week, uh, we we we'll, we'll kind of talk touch base on that real quick. Which is, uh, we have the Texas Tech versus LSU basketball game coming up. Uh, we're all betting Texas Tech, but I know we got some 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 uh, SEC elitists out there that are gonna b- bet against us. We'll have the shot bet video or shot bet poll posted on the uh on the social instagram media pages on, on instagram and twitter you can get your vote in there and then uh as a result of the game whether you win or lose uh if you end up losing the bet you can send us a shot bet video and uh then uh we can actually pull you in towards uh next week where we uh might give a t-shirt giveaway for shot bets but uh we'll, we'll that will enter you for for a later date Heck, um, we'll give a T-shirt away anytime anybody sends us a shot bet video. Yeah, right now, <laughs> let, let let's put that out there. Next next shot bet video that gets posted, we'll send you a shirt. Next one. Um, so that's gonna kind of wrap up the episode for us, guys. A little bit of a shorter one this week. Uh, not too too much going on. Football's wrapping up. Uh, NBA is just kind of mid season. We got college basketball is kind of interesting. Uh, so Dustin, final shot of the week. What you got for us, man? The freaking MLB Hall of Idiots huh. that vote for this. Like, what a joke the baseball writers who get to vote for the MLB Hall of Fame. They voted nobody to make the Hall of Fame this year. You know who's on that nobody list? Barry Bonds, Roger that. Clemens. Yep, saw that too. Bunch of big name dudes that were allegedly taking steroids. Who cares if they were or not? Everybody was then. That was really good. Mm-hmm. And they voted nobody. And what's even more stupid, out of these 400 yahoos that get to vote, 
14 of them submitted blank ballots. Man. <clears throat> like, who made you all high and mighty that nobody's good enough? Yeah. Guys who never played the sport to anywhere near the level of these guys. These are the guys who hold the key for these guys to get in. I yeah. love what Kurt Schilling did, and he said, you know what, don't even put me on the ballot next year. I'll go to the Veterans Committee, which is like the players get to vote on it, mm-hmm. and the guys who actually played the game can vote me in if they want to. Yeah, like It's a joke that the baseball writers, 400 of these dudes, get to submit a vote when they're journalists, and it's not like a – baseball type committee to vote on this like what a joke of this whole process uh, like Barry yeah. Bond was the freaking I remember I was a little as a kid watching him break the home run record I would tune in to watch San Francisco Giants games because oh, yeah. Barry Bond might hit a ball of the freaking moon you knew he yeah. was going to crank one yard almost every single game it didn't matter and I tuned yeah. in to watch Roger Clemens pitch for the Yankees because he was gassing people up did you watch I always love to say it Andy Pettit and Roger Clemens yeah. are great for them too. <laughs> yeah. I always love to it say fun. it, you know, these guys steroids are not instead of if they did steroids, instead of hitting 450 foot bombs, they're just going to hit like 410 foot bombs. They're going to hit bombs no matter what. Like just, they went further, looked prettier because they did steroids, but they were really <laughs> great baseball players with or without yeah. it too. Well, like, you still got to put your bat on the ball. I can't well, wait really for hard to do that. A rod's eligible. They're not going to give him any votes either when he was, Arguably the best player for like a ten year stretch, like, and he's the darling of baseball. Got literally yeah, he is. suspended for a whole year, and now he's on every yeah. show. He broadcasts every big game. Into it, like it's give, a, give me a freaking break of like being on your moral high horse. So yeah. here, here's here's what baseball needs to understand is that realistically, baseball is I'll say third best in the United States. Football, right now, yeah. football is up top. NBA is, NBA is second, and baseball, especially outside the 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 regular season or like uh, regular season, is the most boring thing ever in baseball. And yes. uh, the first round of the playoffs is also pretty boring. Like I, I I might tune in if it's my team playing, but that's it. And so baseball's in third, and so these dudes doing steroids was yes, it was negative. But the thing is, is that it brought attention to their game. Hell yeah. It brought money. It brought eyes. It brought intrigue. It brought storylines. There was, I mean, even even with the scandals of it all, like, yeah, you did need to clean it up. And yes, it's cheating. But in the end, attention pays. Eyeballs on you pays money. And so that's what all this did. So them not giving them any credit at all to make it into the Hall of Fame, like, Tag an asterisk if you really can have to, but like these dudes made the MLB billions for years. So now it's absolutely absurd that they're not making it in right now. Just grow up. Uh, Get over it. No, no, no. We we didn't have the same amount of testing and the same amount of rules and, and, and whatnot that we have to do now and go through now for the, for the pro MLB players back then. And this was what I think, uh, Early or late nineties with Barry Bonds and, and uh, yeah, early two thousands, late nineties with Barry Bonds and uh, Mark McGuire going back and forth that one year. No, that was Simi Sosa. I'm thinking of, yeah. but still, uh, no, no, th- it, this was attention and that was that was good. Uh, good, good take, Dustin uh, Brooks. Final shot for the night. What do you got for us? Um, gonna take it on a different note, maybe a little more sad note, but 
uh, yesterday was the year anniversary of Kobe passing. And I felt as a sports podcast, we at least, at least need to mention it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, a day that I think all sports fans will remember for the rest of their lives is just finding out that news and then finding out um, that his daughter was on the helicopter and kind of how just shocking and sad all of that was. Um, but, you know, I think everybody misses him. The, the league misses him. He was such a huge influence on our young generation of NBA players now. Mm-hmm. Just so how many players uh, he's affected and how many players trained with him and how many players try to mimic, you know, his mm-hmm. way of playing the game. It was a weird day for me because I I hated Kobe. What? <laughs> I was anti-Kobe oh. all the time because – I was an MJ fan and they were like, he's coming for MJ. And I was like, no, he's nowhere near as good as MJ. And then I became a LeBron fan. And there's the people that are, how Kobe's better than LeBron. I was like, no, he's not. So I hated Kobe, but I think the thing that makes Kobe stand out is just the way he brought hate or love out of you. Like he made you feel some type of way. Like there's nobody who was just like in the middle about Kobe. Mm -mm. Like he made you feel some type of way. And I always think back to like every time I root for him to lose, he still find a way to win. He still find a way to stick it in your face, and I think that's what made him so fun. Uh, like even if you didn't like rooting for him, he was still just a crazy fun player to watch. His competitive drive, and like like we miss him, man. It was a it was a it's 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 weird. Still, I see him, and it's just like how how the hell is this guy not here anymore? You're supposed to watch your athletes grow old and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's just it's just weird, man. It still hurts. Um, still it hurts, hurts. dude. I, I don't think I've ever experienced was, a celebrity death like that. I was sad. Oh, yeah. I still am. I'm still sad about losing Kobe. Yeah, I was watching. They had his uh, last game uh, of his career on the other night on ESPN, and mm-hmm. I kind of tuned in to watch some of it, and like. Fucking makes tears come out of my eyes just watching it because you're like, man, we don't. This guy's not here anymore. And then it's multiplied times a thousand, knowing that his daughter was on there and all those other lives that were on there. So, uh, you know, rest in peace to all of those, and you know, thoughts and prayers to all the families that you know. I, I know none of them are listening to this, but as somebody who's lost a loved one that was very close to me, like, you know, we our thoughts are with those people, and you know never gets easier but Mm-mm. no and and there was a lot to say about Kobe with um his 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 drive I think is what was his biggest thing um yeah. I, I don't like I think he was his own thing I don't really like to compare him to LeBron I don't like to compare him to MJ. Yeah. he was his own thing he was his own type of player he played his own style and um but I think his biggest thing was his drive and any athlete's goal any celebrity's goal any big time celebrity or or name whatever you're doing your goal is to transcend what you do and so you want to impact people outside of your own realm and kobe showed what hard work over a long time will get you and it does not matter your sport or your your profession or your drive or whatever you're whatever you're passionate about hard work over time will get you where you want to be and that's what he showed and that's what he stood for and love the dude. I, I, again, still hurts to, to to talk about this a little bit. I've got goosebumps right now, even speaking about it. Uh, nah, there's just nothing. There's yeah. nothing bad you can say about it. Um, You're not. 
All right. So uh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't really take time to kind of think of a final shot, and I don't think I can back up, back up, back that up. I think it's gonna be a good All way right. to call it a night. Uh, good takes tonight, guys. Uh, we'll we'll be back together with everybody on uh, next week, same time. We'll have a little bit more in depth discussion about the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, be on the lookout for the Super Bowl party invites. Uh, make sure you're following all the socials, tailgate underscore talks uh, for the Instagram. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you give us a follow, like, subscribe, all of that on the uh, podcast itself. As far as the sh- uh, T-shirt giveaway this week, that is going to be the uh, the screenshot of you subscribe to our podcast. So make sure you take that photo and either retweet it to us or send it to the email, which is tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Uh, anything else for the week, guys? I think we're looking solid. All right. Well, guys. Have a good weekend, folks. Uh, that is going to be it for us here. Catch you again next week, same time. Hopefully you all have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk Super Bowl.